Thank you all for joining and watching. Obviously, you have Jason and Wyatt here from MaskCast, Agents of Mask. And we Hello. are celebrating. Yeah, we are celebrating, uh, well, Mask Day. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I, I'm, I forgot to pull up my little cheat sheet window, the audience window. To see what uh, we're asking or, or whatever, so forgive well, us. We, We've been. I. I did. I didn't really advertise it. It was uh, more or less going to be a uh, mask day podcast, but so it's just us blabbering, blabbering tonight. Uh, hopefully, with a couple oh. guests. So. Sounds good to me. <laughs> well, well, I guess without further ado we'll get into it um really we're just gonna go kind of on a we have a small agenda but it's really about the size of t-bob's brain that's small. Um, <laughs> oh i like it <laughs> uh, we're just gonna really fly off the cuff that our main our main agenda if you want to call it is we're going to just reflect on the last year with all the news that we've seen we're going to reflect with uh, both bill Ferry, fairies and uh why my brain is not here yet i'm still in disney which is sad i don't eric like... tukey from boulder hill yeah, eric tukey. right uh we're gonna I, be we're gonna be hopefully here soon yeah yeah, Bill said he was kind of feeling under the weather, so he might join us for a while. And then Eric is actually still at work out there on the, uh, the West Coast, real time, as he calls it. So he'll be joining us a little bit later. But yeah, like Wyatt said, uh, basically, we just wanted to do a quick little retrospective of uh, the past year since the last since the last mask day, say that 10 times fast. Um, and just, uh, go through what, uh, the community did, uh, some stuff that we did, some of the other stuff from other, uh, websites and groups and such. Some of the stuff that we've seen along the way over the past year. And then, uh, we'll get into kind of the official stuff, <laughs> I'm saying stuff a lot. Um, <laughs> basically, just uh, what Hasbro and IDW and the timeline for everything that's happened over the last year. But uh, the last mask day, if you'll remember why it off a pretty big high, uh, being uh, doing the uh, that 30th anniversary panel at RetroCon with Doug Stone. Yeah, I think we're still on that high. At least I am, because it's still... Well, yeah. <laughs> in fact, I couldn't believe it had already been a year when uh, I got that reminder on uh, Facebook. And mm -hmm. 
not too many days can uh, can top that um short of like wedding day and 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 my kids being born uh, i tell you what i think that's all three I, my wife is hilarious so she goes you don't get happy about anything we'll go someplace she'll go doesn't it look great yep looks great yep and i don't get i just don't get emotionally charged or ecstatic except on a few things uh, in fact, I won't be bopped to anything until I hear 80s going off in the in the commissary usually. Um, but then, uh, but <laughs> going to Mass Day and what I think I'm catapulting us a little bit, but that's fine. The what started out as being as an initial invitation for Bill to go and and basically host a little Q and A turned into Doug Stone showing up turned into why don't we why doesn't retrocon invite agents of mask along with bill ferris to host a true q a po- uh, forum for the fans for the 30th anniversary there at retrocon in oak hill pennsylvania um i mean just yeah th- there's no words it's, it's almost indescribable how awesome that was um uh, Poor Jason and I were both, we'll call it broadcasters. He's a little more pro than I. Uh, but still, you know, we got nervous up there going, uh, 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 we got the papers right. Uh, we got everything in order. <laughs> and then even just starting it out. Um, and me, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a head counter. So if you watch the video, you kind of see me staring off in the distance a little bit. I'm actually trying to count how many fans are out there just for my own benefit to see if, if it's you know only five or twenty or however many, I think we counted twenty twenty five if I remember right. Yeah. But it was still just a. a, a I, I'm still elated about that day and seeing that reminder on Facebook was just. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I got a little charged kind of going back through this as well, and uh, uh, I went back to Masscast. I think it was thirty eight when we first interviewed Doug. Mm-hmm. And did a little video out on our YouTube channel. I just released it today. Um, basically taking the audio from that podcast and then adding some, I guess what I would call relevant pictures <laughs> as you listen. And you can see when he does the voices to, you know, the characters and some of the other shows that he mentions he was on and such. I uh, put up some pictures there. So, it's fun. I, I was hoping there might be some people that might have missed that since it's been almost two years yes. since we uh, initially talked to him. But um, that was really fun that day at uh, RetroCon. And uh, I was really wanting to get back there this year. But uh, definitely next year, we'll be going back there. And uh, uh, just the, the whole uh, setup was just fun. And having Doug there was. Mm-hmm. unbelievable so uh that was uh really cool kind of coming off that high last year and uh we did a few things for mass day last year we did a giveaway watch i wanted to do a giveaway this year but um i think maybe we will uh be giving away some stuff a little bit later next month once these comics come out and everything uh we'll put a little package together maybe give away 
Um, right around Mass Day last year, we did our top 30 vehicle sets. You remember doing that? I do. That was actually kind of fun. That was uh, fun. I think we spun, I think we just spun it uh, with an article to the effect of which toys would you have liked to see that were not made? And we knew the obvious one was Shark, but there was yeah. other ones. And I think there was some for Magma Mole. There were some for that... Um, I'm trying to think of the name, but that hovering uh, vehicle, I, I likened it to a, a Plymouth Roadrunner, I think. Blackout. Blackout. And yeah. the scorpion that came around. Yeah, the uh, shell. Yeah. Right. That was actually pretty cool, too. Yeah. So we did that for Mass Day. I released uh, that Thunderhawk, the Thunderhawk struck music video. Yeah. Uh, awesome. that, was, that was really fun to put together. I'm, I'm really enjoying doing those. And I've uh, got a couple here we can uh, tell you about a little bit later on. But uh, let's just start from uh, last uh, mask day, September 30, 2015, and work up to the present. And uh, we'll just go through and uh, talk about some highlights throughout the year uh, from our side and then from the community as well. Uh, first, on October 17th last year, we released MassCast 53, which was our interview with Brendan McCain and Sharon Noble. Now, that was really awesome coming off of talking with Doug. And then basically less than a month later, we were talking with them. Uh, and that was a really fun interview. It was. It was a real treat. Um, not only did we get to talk with them basically about the show, their voices and so forth, we uh, somehow spun it. I know I just asked an innocent question that just spawned off in a whole tangent about writing books as we've seen uh, yeah. uh, Sharon writes, I think she's up to her fourth or fifth novel. novel, uh -huh. And it was just astounding to to see that, uh, to, to, to talk with her. I think we spent, it had to have been if we clocked it, probably a good half hour just talking about the books. <laughs> oh, maybe even more than that. She just practically gave us a, a lesson in how to uh, write and how to promote and, uh, you know, find a publisher, that everything. Um, and it was really neat that they both did that together. They kind of, uh, Brendan started out and then uh, Sharon sat down after he was done. And uh, I think we talked for at least a couple hours. Oh, so. yeah, it was closer to two hours. I mean, for, for the total rec re uh, recording session, because... Uh, Brendan was actually first because he had to go study for a bar exam. He's still lurking on his, yeah, yeah he, was, he was still working on his law degree or right. maybe he had finished and now he was, yeah, trying to work on the bar. But uh, that was, uh, that was really neat. Uh, go seek that one out if you haven't uh, listened to that one, uh, MassCast 53. And uh, maybe I'll try to put that one up on YouTube as well in the future. Uh, right after we talked with them, uh, at the end of October last year, we finished up season four of MassCast in our review of uh, episodes 31 to 40. And then the review podcast was actually on November 6th. And then we started the new season. Uh, that was actually not until December. Right. Uh, which we're currently doing. We're on episode, what, 47 now, I believe. Um going up to 50 in that stretch. But um, 
Early November last year, uh, I connected with uh, Bjorn, who is behind the DJ Weapons Forge uh, Facebook and uh, website. He did some concept images for us based on our actor polls. And he actually put, you know, uh, Aaron Eckhart uh, with, uh, m- you know, Matt Tracker's flight suit. And uh, he worked up, uh, uh, he worked up Brian Cox for Miles Mayhem. Uh, I, I think he did uh, the actors for Brad Turner and Vanessa Warfield and Sly Rax. Those are really cool images and uh, really appreciated him putting that together for us. We, we did that a couple times uh, throughout last year, releasing those images. And uh, I don't know, kind of, it was a little glimpse of our screenplay, you know, in action, I thought. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, those polls were taken right from the fans. So it wasn't anything that we necessarily uh, pushed him into. Uh, there was some, you know, history behind that and voting behind that. So those are some really cool images we got to show off. Uh, November last year, I also released the uh, T-Bob, the Real Mask Hero music video tribute. And that one was fun. You actually came up with that song, Wyatt, if you remember. Uh, was it Bonnie Tyler that does uh, yeah. the uh, hero song? Yeah. Yeah, and it, I don't know why it's uh, he throws he throws a lot of things at me like he wants to do this <laughs> this one or that that one, and uh, I think I actually spun it off somehow because I was on a short circuit kick, and that was the in short circuit two. <laughs> that's where he's you know doing the mohawk with whatever uh-huh. the resistors or whatever he has up there, and you know he's going gung ho, and that. Even though I, I realize some people might argue, you know, hey, that's that's a short short, short circuit thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I think this is kind of fun because I, if if there's enough hero or saves that T. Bob did, which there were a few, you actually found more than I thought there. Oh were. yeah, there was a lot more than I thought there was, and we had joked for a long time on the show when we were reviewing episodes about how much T-Bob saved the day and never got any credit, you know? (laughs) So it was time to give him his due. Right. uh, With that little music video tribute. So that was fun. Uh, And then we uh, rolled around to the new year. In February, uh, Karsten Satcher, friend of ours through Facebook and some of the other uh, mass groups, he uh, hosted, uh, he asked me, asked us to host a giveaway for one of his like life-sized spectrum masks that he put together. Uh, and that was a real honor, real fun to, uh, to host that on our site and uh, just kind of showcase his talent. Cause you know, those are really awesome. And uh, later that year in, uh, in April of this year, he went to this uh, convention in Germany where he lives and had the full setup there and sent us some pictures back that we featured on the site and, uh, people just kind of reveling in all these, uh, masks that he has <laughs> created that are life size, you know, and it's, you know, can you imagine, uh, you know, just seeing those in real life? And, uh, he said, there's a lot of people bringing back jolting memories of uh, mask watching mask as a kid. 
So, uh, so that was uh, real fun to uh, to get to do that. And then uh, in March, I got a little more uh, in depth, I guess you'll say, and I put together that supercut video of all of the mask agent call up scenes. Uh, let me tell you, that took some time, <laughs> but it was uh, it was time worth spent. Uh, I can't remember the stats are if you go over to YouTube and watch the video, I put the stats at the end of, you know, how many uh, total call ups there were, how many episodes actually didn't have a call up, that sort of thing. I think Bruce was the was the agent that was called the most out of anyone. Um, So that was fun just to put all those together and you can see all those wacky scenes that uh, we were used to, you know, when they when Matt wants the uh needs the agents and uh we got to see dusty you know in his pizza shop doing all kinds of things and <laughs> it was fun that was another fun video to uh to put together uh moving right along we got a few more left and then we'll get into you know some of the uh mask official stuff and uh actually i think we're getting ready to uh to get bring eric on he's I think on his way home from work um, in uh, in April, I, uh, I this was just kind of a thing I stumbled into. Uh, I saw a video of it was actually a Ford commercial and it showed some characters from Me- Metal Gear Solid. Uh, that video game. And I noticed one was uh, the, the character that Doug Stone voice Psycho Mantis. And I uh, did a quick little, since I'm Facebook friends with Doug, I did a quick little message over to him. I said, Doug, have you seen this? Is this you or did they get somebody else to do it? He said, no, they called me back. So that was fun uh, <laughs> to post up on the site. Uh, actually, some uh, some voice work of uh, Doug's that actually you know occurred this year and uh, reprising one of his... Uh, probably more famous characters besides, you know, mask, obviously. Um, so we put that up on the site back in April and then, uh, skipping ahead to July, we had more from Karsten and the, uh, mask PNA Facebook group as they revealed these very cool Matt tracker, uh, busts that are either bronze or they, uh, were colorized by Karsten. Um, this was a really great idea and an awesome collectible to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to make available to the fans. And actually, if you're listening to this, I don't think it's too late. Uh, we'll be releasing this podcast for mask day, but, um, over on the mask PNA Facebook group, they're actually going to give one away. Um, I don't have all the details on the, uh, the contest, but uh, if you haven't connected or haven't been over there lately, make sure you head over there on Mask Day and and see how you can try to win one of these. But it's cool because the mask you can just take it off like you normally would, so you can have the you know the bust of Matt Tracker sitting there. If you want his mask on, you can put it on there or set it right beside it. You know, uh, very cool, very inventive, and, and uh, very talented people that are mask fans and continue to, you know, just come up with things like that. You know, Jose did that last year with the mask coin that he did for the 30th anniversary. 
Um, he's all the time working with Photoshop and doing some uh, images and, and such over there in the PNA group. And uh, of course, uh, Eric is known for uh, buying lots of stuff off eBay and uh, taking some awesome photographs, putting it up on boulderhill.net and over on his uh, Instagram page. So uh, it's just fun to, uh, to see, see uh, new things, see old things in a new light, so to speak. Um, all the time, all the time I'm seeing stuff. Uh, and then just, uh, we'll fast forward and we'll have this be our last little memory from this year. We, uh, just released secret of the stones, uh, our review on that just this month. And, uh, so we've got four more to cover before the season five, uh, of our episode reviews wrap up. Uh, we were a little behind and that was of course, not any fault of, uh, Wyatt's because because he did welcome a new family member this year. I don't know. That uh, could so. be a <laughs> So uh, we got kind of behind on reviewing. Uh, you know, we if you've been listening to us, you know, we've been trying to uh, get this season wrapped up before the end of the year. But uh, that's uh, that was a good reason to uh, put off doing some reviews for a while and uh, having the new little guy come into the world. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's pretty fun. Anybody, any of the fans that uh, are tagged on my Facebook, um, you'll get to see how happy he really is. He's a Ryan is a very outgoing kid. Um, we just got back from Disney World, and uh, it's kind of hilarious. He was reaching out to everybody, just <laughs> like that. Didn't matter who. A lot of people uh, are, a lot of kids are scared of those characters, especially when they're oh, real little. Well, Adam, Adam was just tremendously scared. We went to see, um, I'll talk, I'll call him the, the, the deluxe model Mickey, the one that's actually in the, the pre building off. Once you walk, walk into the magical magic kingdom, uh-huh. uh, it's the robotic one. The head, you know, flickers the, the blanks or talks or whatever. Dude, he, he if he had wheels, he would have burned rubber out of that. He was so, so scared. Uh, this one, he was all ate up. Ryan was all ate up about anybody. But uh, anyway, it was a good time down there. But like I said, Ryan's just, it's just different. I'm sure you know yeah. that. You got three different characters of your own. <laughs> well, some of them are like the others in certain ways, but. Uh, it's fun when they're little, I think. Yeah. But uh, anyway, well, we are uh, we're still waiting on Eric for a little bit, so let's postpone uh, the uh, going through all of the uh, official Hasbro and mask stuff just for a few minutes, and uh, we'll talk. Let's talk about a little bit uh, about you know Mask Day 2016. Uh, I mentioned that contest that uh, Mask PNA is going to do. Haven't heard yet if uh, if Eric or Bill, I guess we'll find out from Eric, if he's going to plan anything special to release on Friday. Uh, haven't heard anything from Bill. But um, what I've been trying to do is release something new this week. Uh, I mentioned the Doug Stone video. I also did a new 
music video for Switchblade. Have you seen it yet, Wyatt? I know you just got back in town. No, sorry, but I want to. Uh, you were telling <laughs> me about the music that you picked. I thought that was actually... I I don't remember ever hearing that. I that Well, song. to be honest, it was just dumb luck because I don't know Twisted Sister. <laughs> Other than the uh, the you know the couple of hits that they had that made it to uh, mainstream radio. But uh, I was trying to come up with a, you know, a good song for Switchblade. And uh, I was looking at the word switch. Uh, there's a website called songfacts.com that I use a lot. And you basically can type in a search and you can bring up pretty much every song known to man that has that word in there in the title or artist or, you know, whatever. And I uh, wasn't doing too well on switch. And then I tried blade and I scrolled down. I didn't see really anything too much that I recognized. There was a couple of songs that were actually titled or had switch blade in the title, but one was like a slow country song. And <laughs> uh, I can't remember what the other one was, but um, I saw this under the blade and a twisted sister. I was like, well, let's see if this one is up tempo. And boom, right off the bat, I could, I could see the, you know, the switchblade images in my mind when I started hearing the song. Uh, and it just, it seemed to work out very well. So luckily I had the time uh, over the last week or so to basically scour the whole series and pull out, uh, switchblade scenes. And uh, I, I've made the mistake, I, I think, a couple of times in the past when I'm putting these together is once I fulfill the amount of time needed, you know, to cover the song, and I usually shorten the song to about three minutes, um, I, I make the mistake of not doing going through the rest of the episodes. So I found, a, you know, a couple other places where T-Bob is rescued. I was like, oh, I should have used that in the, you know, that video. And uh, a couple other scenes with Thunderhawk and some of the other characters that I've done. Um, this time I went through the entire series. Well, up through the racing episodes, which, you know, obviously don't feature Switchblade. <laughs> and uh, so I, I did, <laughs> I went through them all uh, looking for footage and trying to, I like to try to uh, tie in the lyrics with what you're seeing on the screen. So, like the song uh, starts off, uh, uh, I can't remember the exact words, but there's like a flash of light, and it's you know where uh, Switchblade is shooting its lasers like right at the screen. Nice. And uh, uh, there's another lyric where he's talking about being in an alleyway, and I tried to use. There's a scene in, uh, I think it's Video Venom where Vanessa's actually flying Switchblade and they're in this uh, kind of canyon and she comes up right on all of the mask vehicles and starts firing. And uh, there's a nice little shot of seeing Switchblade through Thunderhawk uh, as Matt's driving straight ahead and it's coming there, like, coming head on. So I, you know, added that in there. I try to do a little effects, you know, I'm just using, I'm not, I don't have like professional video editing software. I just use Windows Movie Maker, <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I use uh, our. It's a free. Uh, it's a free software program. I think it's called WavePad. Is what I do all my editing in. 
and I, you know, I try to try to shorten the song to a reasonable length. I, I probably could have used the full four and a half minutes or whatever the song was for Switchblade because I did chop some scenes at the end. But uh, it, I don't know. The, I, I thought it turned out pretty well. And uh, uh, I was mainly hoping the fans would enjoy it. I got some a few comments on YouTube, uh, that some people that have liked it. And so uh, I'll take that as confirmation. I did something pretty good there. And... Uh, I've got another one cooking. Um, I've been wanting to do this one, or I've thought about doing this one for a while, and it's the, it's an obvious choice for Gloria Uh-oh. is using Gloria, you know, by uh, Lauren <laughs> Brannigan. <laughs> Gloria, Gloria, you know. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> little uh, little preview of one that I've got uh, I've started on. And uh, since we did a tribute to Vanessa already, and that one was fun with the uh, Devo's Whip It, but um, I, you know, you got a song that's called Gloria, you might as well use it for Gloria that's Baker. Right. <laughs> so uh, that's that'll be the next one that I'm I'm gonna do, and uh, always open for suggestions. If you're uh, you know riding down the road and hear a a uh, a retro type song, you know, eighties, nineties, something like that. And you think, Oh, that would be good for this character or this vehicle. Just uh, leave me a message or, uh, you know, comment on one of those videos and uh, you know, maybe I'll use that coming up. So uh, it's kind of hard because there's some that I really want to do. Like I wanted to do one for hurricane. Cause I love, you know, like hurricane is one of my favorite vehicles mm-hmm. I wanted to use Rock Me Like a Hurricane by uh, the Scorpions. <laughs> but there's just not enough footage. No. There's just, you know, I, I could do one maybe with Hondo and uh, some of the scenes he's using his blaster mask, you know, right. and then use the Hurricane vehicle. I might have enough <laughs> to, uh, to do that. But he's just not, that vehicle is not in a whole lot of episodes, maybe half a dozen. So, you know, there might be some perfect ones like that. You're like, oh, that would be awesome. But it's going to be like a 50-second video. <laughs> oh, anyway, so uh, so I got to release that this week. Uh, of course, well, you, if you're listening to this now or watching now, the day has passed. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, so tomorrow, Wednesday is the release of the Mask Revolution comic that I've been chomping at the bit to get my hands on. I know you have too, Wyatt. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people have, uh, either for good or bad reasons. But uh, (laughs) hopefully um, we'll get a chance to dive in uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Hopefully maybe we'll do a a quick little uh, review up on the website uh, giving both of our perspectives on uh, what we thought of the new book. And uh, it's been getting some pretty good buzz. I've been, uh, uh, Brandon Easton, the writer, he is usually tagging uh, a lot of us who are active in the mass community. He'll tag us on Facebook, on Twitter, when he's got something to share. And uh, he's been sharing a lot of images. There's another comic artist I've seen that's doing 
I, I guess he must be doing some covers or I don't know if he's actually working on the series itself. Um, his name skips my mind, but he's been sharing some uh, images of the vehicles, which I've been dying to see. Got a real glimpse of uh, Switchblade. We got a glimpse of uh, Thunderhawk in uh, actually inside the garage at Boulder Hill or this whatever they're using to uh, to train the guys in the new comic. But uh, we've gotten to see some of those new vehicles this week. So I'm excited to get my hands on that comic tomorrow. And hopefully we'll be able to uh, to leave some reviews up on the website. And I do see our buddy Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Happy Mass Day to you. Happy Mass Day. <laughs> we, uh, we're just talking about... Yes, and we're glad you're here. Uh, we're just talking a little bit about what we were doing for Mass Day. And uh, do you have anything special planned other than maybe reading through the comic book a half dozen times? Well, tomorrow, Brandon, the writer, is signing at a comic book store that uh, I'm going to go visit. So for awesome. me, that's my plan. Oh, nice. I'm going to go nice. try to sneak down there for a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, I don't, even if he has the time, I don't have that much time to speak to him, but I will, uh, I will be buying a lot of copies. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's any way to, to say that less, uh, less obviously I'm probably going to pick up like five or 10 copies at least nice. um, for friends and maybe do some giveaways with them, especially if I can get, uh, a couple extra copies signed by Brandon. Uh, that'd be right. really fun. And uh, I mean, I know there's a ton of different variant covers, so I'm really looking forward to that. I bought the um, Revolution number one. I picked up a couple of the covers because they had some mask stuff on them. Still a little sad that the first issue didn't really have any mask besides the preview in the back. But right. based on all the cover work like I, and everything they're saying, I imagine Mask has to be showing up really soon. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have hashed that out. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for number two. But, yeah, that's my plan tomorrow is run down. It's going to be a bit of a <laughs> I'm going to be, like, driving for, like, 40 minutes, going to the store, <laughs> see Brandon, get back in the car and drive for, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna well, be a it'll crazy be day. It'll yeah, be yeah, and, and it's not something I do every week. So, and it's not every week that Mask Number One comes out. So, <laughs> right, right. I am okay. uh, extremely excited for that. I'll take these off. So, uh, what about you guys? Did you go into that much already? We just yeah. touched on it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was saying I had seen. Uh, some of those little sneak peek drawings of uh, I think was actually part of the new series not actually, you know, this one-off comic that's coming out tomorrow. Um, is, is revolution number two out tomorrow as well? No, I think weeks? there's, a, I think there's, I think that it's two weeks from now, but it could two, be wrong. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, see my thinking is, all right, so we got revolution number one. And then now we're going to get a lot of these one-offs with Mask and Rom and Micronauts and G.I. Joe. And I think those once those are out, then that's going to flow into the next you know issue of Revolution. That's my theory, at least. Well, 
I think that Mask is getting a one shot as well, which right. Rom did, and I, I believe they're doing um they're doing a Revolution one shot for every series that's part of Revolution, and then I think they're also for the series that weren't already going. Obviously, Transformers, um, IDW has a number of Transformers series mm-hmm. going. Um, the rest of them are getting either. My guess is that they're planning to do as many issues as continue to sell. Yeah. Which is fair. I, I mean, I get it. Like if, if it sells well, keep selling. If it doesn't sell well, okay, I understand. You got to move along, but hopefully we get a good run out of this. Uh, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that the, the preview had a date list for, yeah. Okay. So revolution yeah. number two, uh, the list I have just says it's in September. Oh, okay. It doesn't say. It doesn't have a. I don't have a date on uh, the page that I'm looking at. Well, I think they were actually running behind. Yeah, that happens with the comic book industry a lot. And when it's a when it's a big crossover story like this, what happens is if one title gets behind, they have to pause everything else, and right. then there, everything gets behind. So, yeah. Okay, well that um that'll be great. Uh, you have to share some pictures and take a couple selfies with them and <laughs> let us know. Uh, let us know what he's how how you know how it's being received and everything. Because uh, I've seen I generally, I, I've I mean, seen it. Go ahead. I was gonna say I, I'm torn. I'm hoping it's busy because that's good for mask. I'm also hoping it's not busy because that's good for me. <laughs> to get in and get out. So I'm hoping that the crowd shows up as I'm leaving. That's like the ideal world. Um, I'll be going relatively early in the morning, so I'm hoping that simply because people work, I might be able to dodge around some of uh, some crowds or some busyness. Gotcha. But okay. Well. Um... We were saving until you got here. We were going to kind of run through the uh, events from this past year, kind of the official announcements and stuff from Hasbro and IDW, and uh, just kind of reflect on this past uh, year since the last Mask Day. But um, was there anything in particular you wanted to mention as part of your site, something you did there, uh, added did you add any? I was trying to remember if you added any new sections or anything to the site over this. Uh, kind um, of past I've year. added a few. I've added a few little things here and there. Um, the site got a pretty big overhaul last year, so, or sorry, two years ago, and then um, no, I, I haven't done any big work to it. Mostly because I've been happy with it, which I'm glad about. Uh, it's I've got the mobile app that works. Most of the time now, so, um, it's a little more it's a little more friendly for people using uh, using their phones or tablets to access the website. Um, and then I've got some stuff that I'm going to be posting up, but nothing huge for this year. Mostly, I'm waiting for the comics, uh, which I think we all are, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll be posting up copies, photos of my my haul tomorrow, so to speak, and. Um, I'll be planning to give it a review, which I'm sure we all are planning to do our reviews right, right. or at least uh, our impressions. I don't know. I, 
I have the comic section on my website, as you guys both know. And while I've been really happy to host up those older mass comics, I don't plan on hosting the new ones. Uh, not trying to take away sales or you know, really mess with the copyrights and stuff of the new stuff. The old mass comics are DC comics from 30 years ago. And I don't think anyone cares and they're not in print uh, or in like trade paperback or graphic novel format now. So uh, I wasn't, I was, I don't think I'm taking any pennies out of DC's pocket there, but I really want IDW to succeed as much as they can with this new series. So um, I'll probably be posting up the covers and maybe a shot, you know, if there's a particular page or a particular shot that looks great in the interest of the review and reflection, you might see that, but please don't come looking for full issues here. Uh, they're just not going to be, they're not going to be there. You might need like a whole section just to all the covers and variant covers. Cause uh, gosh, each issue, at least right? on revolution, it seems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only bought two. But, um, I, I don't know. Covers. Yeah, I bought one. Yeah, I, there was it was crazy. Uh, I'm actually doing I'm doing the uh, revolution mainly digitally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I really wanted was that cover uh, that they did that looks like the uh, the action figures on the peg at the store. You know, yeah, it and looks like uh, Tracker Optimus and Scarlet. There's one Optimus and Scarlet, and then there's one Matt Tracker and. I think one of the Micronauts. That's not issue one though yet, right? I, I think that's no, later. no, no. That's like issue. I think it's issue three actually. It's going to be a lot of scrambling, and so. I'll probably end up resorting to eBay to pick up some of those covers. Uh, I know that when Mask Number One comes out, there's going to be a sketch blank cover, and the idea is yeah. that you would take your cover to go get an artist to draw on it. That one might be, uh, those tend to be limited runs, limited prints compared to the normal cover. So that one might be a challenge. On the flip side, it's a big white square. So if I don't get it. (laughs) Right, right. What about you, Wyatt? Are you going to spend a couple pennies and pick up a copy of at least mass number one? Oh, I plan to at least buy one. If the price is right, I might actually try to get a few more, if nothing else, for... Uh, one to preserve, one to actually read, maybe a few for um, giveaways. So yeah, it's probably going to be three ninety nine a copy. So I think I could splurge a little. <laughs> All right, just don't tell the wife. What? Uh, refresh my memory. When is it supposed to come out tomorrow? Tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Uh, yeah. In theory, most comic book stores probably actually have it in their shops right now, but. Yeah, that's what uh, I was actually. I was busy looking at my other monitor, trying to find a comic book store nearby. Mm-hmm. So that, that was why I was a little. Uh, if anybody's watching, and especially you guys, I was. <laughs> it looked like I was off screen, which I kind of was. I was trying to find a freaking comic book store around here, but they all open at like noon. Oh, that's yeah. a little bit. That, well, maybe after work. Well, luckily I have the next couple of days off, so. Oh, well, that's perfect anyway. So you can have a nice, relaxing lunch break. Yeah, we'll try. Sadly, usually if I'm usually if I'm home, my wife is. Okay, I got paid again. (laughs) I'll probably not have an opportunity to read 
my copies for a while. It's going to be torture. I'll probably pick mine up before lunch, and I probably won't actually get to sit down and read them until after dinner, which <laughs> I'm sure you get after 30 years, right? We're all like, really? No more. No more waiting. <laughs> I know. I know. I actually bought mine online through uh, uh, Things from Another World. Oh, they're in L.A. Uh, yeah, yeah. I bought um, the three issues. I didn't get it. They didn't have the, uh, what is it, the 10-copy uh, variant cover. I, I don't understand all that. I guess it's if you order 10, there's likely one that's in there that's the 10-copy. It's a guarantee. That- the way it, okay. the way it works is yeah exactly what you said. So for every ten copies that the store orders, they will give they they include one of the ten as that rare and I've got the air quotes going here rare variant. Now keep in mind, okay. you know they print a couple hundred thousand. How rare any of these really are? It's kind of manufactured and artificial, but there are less copies than the standard cover. Something to yeah. keep in mind for anybody out there. Most of these books, um, no matter what they are, in a few in a few months, even uh, the the expensive variant covers tend to really have a big drop off. And uh, I'm not saying they'll fall down to the 3.99 cover price, but if the store is yeah. charging you 50 bucks for it, if you wait a couple months, you probably have luck and get it on eBay for more like 10 or 15, which still a little bit more, but Right. 15 versus 50, right? You're right, right. So, yeah, I ordered. So, I think there's four variants to this one coming out tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, based on those. And then, uh, so I, I got three of those coming. I just saw it shipped today. So, I might not get them tomorrow. We shall see. But, um, so yeah, I decided to, to buy online for those. And then I'm planning to go up to, uh, sniff around at the comic shop this weekend and uh, see what they got there. I just might just take pictures of, you know, the mask uh, uh, comic on the shelf, you know, check this out. It's on the shelf. Look at that. I might just kidnap Brandon Easton. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll leave the books. I'll have him writing comics for me in my, (laughs) in my closet. (laughs) That's a joke. Please, no government officials come knocking on my door. I would never kidnap anybody. Only intended for humor effect. So, uh, did Bill make it on at all? He did not. I just saw a message that he was not feeling well. So, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's been going uh, around here at least. A lot of people yeah. are getting sick. Well, I I had it about a week ago. So, yeah, that's I when know. I had it. Don't send it but, up north. Well, then again, um, <laughs> Bill already has it, so. Yeah, it's already and I had it, so for, that means coast to coast. So it's just a matter of yep. time before it trickles down to you. But you do work in, <laughs> you know, the secret bunker, so maybe germs aren't allowed either. Oh, believe me, <laughs> if it's in that secret bunker, everybody gets it. I bet. I bet that's, <laughs> that's what. Re- uh, all it is is recycled air. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> so, all right well let's uh let's go ahead and do our little retrospective here and we can uh just talk as remember you know when we first heard these stories come out and such but uh if you yeah. remember at the end of last year in december is when we got hit 
very surprisingly with the news that uh, Hasbro was doing the cinematic universe, which includes Mask and G.I. Joe, Micronauts, ROM, and Visionaries, which we really have not seen or heard anything about Visionaries since the announcement. But um, Even before that, though, we were thinking um, there were some rumors that we were going to see new toys. At the, at the beginning of 2015, we thought we were going to maybe see toys or the middle at some of the toy fairs. Yeah, but, well, the, I and do that remember that through. rumor. Yeah, that was a rumor, I think, that came from Europe at one of the conventions over there. Uh, well, didn't we also see Hasbro, Hasbro officials? Hasbro was throwing up the mask logo again on one of their um, trade shows. Maybe that was at the same time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Re- I, know well, I don't remember some of those that. more. Yeah, I I kind of at least keep an ear to the ground. I know there's a couple sites out there. I think it's Toy Arc mm-hmm. that um you know will listen in live to all those Hasbro uh, investor presentations and such. But uh, I they did not. I I do remember earlier last year the rumor came out about Matt Tracker and GI Joe three. Yeah. Um, and then it was like a month later and, uh, a story came out that GI Joe three had changed writers or directors or something. And we're all like, okay, so they're, you know, that was just, that ain't going to happen. You know, um, they've been trying to put cinematic universe. Hmm. Jason, I can't hear you. Yeah. You're cutting out. Cutting out. Can you hear me now? No. Yes, now you're back. Okay, sorry. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that I mean, that cinematic universe really blindsided me, at least. And putting masks... I I've think been, all of us. I've been dying to see an official logo or mask, you know, uh, just a name in one of those, you know, presentations. And then right. once... I think it was maybe leading up to that, Eric, where they had that slide presentation online about masking a, a, yeah, a new property. Yeah. I don't know if it was around that time or if it was shortly after. But yeah, we were dying to, to hear something. Uh, but then after that, in February is when they released this. I don't know. It really wasn't an official image, at least I didn't think, for the shared oh. universe. They used. This is what they used, you know, at that, uh, it was an investor presentation at Toy Fair where they kind of threw together a couple of Transformer cars and some other weird car in the background and looked like they put a... Uh, it definitely was, it definitely felt last minute. They pulled together a lot of imagery um, yeah. that was, no, I don't think... like Ryan Reynolds in a, in a race car suit. Yeah, pretty much nothing was original, right? Even and a couple people even pointed yeah. out the source photos that they had used to make those composites. That being said, Hasbro is the one who presented it, so mm-hmm. that makes it official. Um, you know, <laughs> right. Kenner, Kenner, rest in peace, ha- has been gone for a long time. That they were bought by Tonka, and then Tonka was bought by Hasbro, and they have been the not especially attentive caretakers of our beloved mask for a long time now. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was so excited. Oh, look, there's an image. And then you zoom in closer and it was weird. Mask. What's uh, that's not a mask. What is that? You know, 
And in but, that uh, picture, I think Matt was still uh, Caucasian, right? Yes. Yes. yes, he had a right. he had like he was like dark hair though and had like a beard. I mean, it That's was right. yeah, yeah. It was, it was the crazy. beard. It was strange. anyway. So that was strange when we got that, and then the next month is when we got the uh, announcement from IDW, uh, March fifteenth, that they were doing a new mask series, solo series by itself, uh, and that. It definitely got us really excited. I think we jumped on. Well, a lot of these we jumped on uh, <laughs> on a hangout and uh, discussed. Yeah. You know, like, like the day after or something when these announcements were hitting. But uh, this was where we got. Oh, okay. So, uh, wonder what they're going to do with this. Who they're going to get as the writer? And it was shortly after this that we interviewed uh, Mike Quackenbush, who was on a mission right. to. Uh, you know, get his uh, idea, his story, visuals, and uh, and get those over to uh, IDW, which uh, he finally did, and we he was gracious enough to uh, let us post some of the concept art that he uh, had commissioned, you know, for this presentation, and then uh, you know, Correct come to find out a little they, bit later, they already had the staff picked, unfortunately for him, right? I. Th- well, I, I think they had people in mind. They did give him the opportunity to present, but okay. from what I remember in my interaction with him, is that um, he sent it in, and there there really wasn't too much of a communication back to him as to you know anything moving forward. So it sounds like they probably got pitched when uh, you know pitched the idea. Or if they actually came to him, uh, maybe we'll get that cleared up if we can get him on MassCast uh, mm-hmm. and and just kind of go through the, ask him the development process of that. There you there go. You go. Um, but that was real. That was a real fun time to know. Okay, we're at least getting a comeback in comic book form. Uh, you know, we 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 know that the cinematic universe is a, a thing, but to have Mask in its in and of itself to get its own comic book series. I thought that was really cool. Um, I think so too. Uh, I, I think if you're a mask fan at this point, you're just so happy for anything. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I just, for I don't the know most part, I would say, I, I, and I know that. And I think we all kind of feel that way. Uh, you see some of these, you know, negative comments coming in and, um, I, I just don't know how people who are really fans who really have been waiting all this time to get something new and fresh or just, you know, anything merchandise, um, yeah. how you can be upset that they're trying to do something, you know, and I feel like the, the negativity stuff has died down. Maybe I've just been mentally filtering it. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think that the people who, had some of those uh, negative and biased opinions have either kind of come to their senses, just shut up or, you know, yeah, they're, they're waiting in the wings to say, I told you so. But, uh, and I, I guess I, I think in retrospect, a lot of it probably wasn't people being racist, which I think a lot of people wanted to, try to say that was what it was about. 
Yeah. I hope that's not. I think it was more um, fanboyism than anything. It was like you know, and we see it with every with lots of problems. You know, people talk about Star Wars like when they released the special edition and they retouched the special effects and people are coming out talking about how they ruined star Wars. And like, that wasn't racism there. That was fanboy obsession level love of a, of an entity. And I, I like to think and give the benefit of the doubt that people who are into mask, that was really where they were coming from. Because if you are racially biased mask is like the worst show for you to be into in the world because everybody, (laughs) (laughs) why would you watch that show? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you are totally offended by stuff like that, uh, or or I mean, just uh, this whole PC thing, you know, if you watched episode one of Mask, you're like, what are they doing? These guys are so racist, and uh, you know, I, I don't. It was a different era. It really was. Oh yeah, for cartoons, a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. And and this is a new era too, and I'm that's the approach that I'm trying to take. You know, they can't they can't necessarily they can do classic comics and they can kind of keep that universe together, but trying right. to do that in a new era is not going to be their most successful plan. It'll appease the 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 classic fans, but not, not, not a big enough bring, market. Yeah, you're not going to get uh, that bigger market that they just pretty much have to have to keep something like this going. You know, the whole goal of it is to sell comics. So they got to try to be broad with it and reach as many generations as possible. But anyway, we're getting off on a bunny trail. Let's keep going. (laughs) We'll be be talking a little bit more about that in a minute. But um, so after uh, we heard about the comic book series coming along uh, on April 21st, Hasbro announced their writing team for the cinematic universe. I thought that was uh pretty significant that they're bringing in uh, a lot of writers from the, you know, some of the Marvel movies and such. Which is also uh, interesting. We haven't heard anything more about the cinematic universe. No, we haven't. Since, no, it's been a while. It has been a while. Since but- the announcement, it's mostly been about the comics. And I know myself, I'm guilty of mostly looking at what's coming soonest, but... Right. You know, like, like kind of like you said, I feel like we all kind of keep our ear to the ground. If if something were to have popped up, one of us would have seen or heard about it by now. And I haven't seen anything about the upcoming movie world. Well, if you think about it, you know, you're writing, you're trying to come up with a strategy. It's been almost six months now. So you're writing, you're trying to come up with a strategy to release films, you know, over several years. And what to do first, what characters to introduce first, and maybe into this movie and then the following movie, have a, you know, a team up movie and then go back into other stories, you know, so they're trying to come up. I I don't think six months is is enough time to really do all that. So I, I think they're still working. I think hopefully, you know, maybe next year sometime we'll get some kind of announcement for a schedule. And I have I have read recently that uh, I don't know whether it was just a rumor or if it was a like a confirmation, but with The Rock, his busy schedule is uh, pushing back GI Joe three, which might be a, a good thing if they're 
trying to incorporate that into the cinematic universe. So, okay. Um, I, I don't know. I I'm, I've been patient with it and I think it's good that they're, they're kind of doing the comic first, get people uh, refamiliarized or introduced to mask and even some of these other properties, you know, in this, in this revolution comic. And then, uh, and then there'll be more, I don't know, prepared, uh, a good word to use there, but they'll, uh, they'll know what's going on a little bit more. And when they start introducing the cinematic universe, okay. And, It'll be a, a nice flow, maybe from the comic book pages onto the big screen. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I've always thought that the comics are probably um, at least partially to generate buzz and interest, and partially to right. test out writing ideas. Um, true, it's a lot cheaper true. to make a comic book than it is to make a movie. You can do true. it a lot faster, and your audience is smaller. No matter mm-hmm. how much I'd like to pretend everybody reads comics. I know not everybody does. And so that's a good way for them to yeah. Yeah. find those things out. But then also, uh, I guess, keeping moving forward with the timeline is we started to get those covers leaking to us. Or not leaking, but they were previewing these variant covers. And it's really ramped up recently. But we saw right. some art from... Uh, Tommy Lee Edwards, who was doing one, of, he's one of the variant cover artists. Pretty early on, he was showing some shots of his works in progress. And I know at least you've spoken to him, Jason, a little mm-hmm. bit. And I've spoken to him. He's a very nice, very friendly guy. And encourage everybody to go follow him on Twitter yeah. or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you can find him because uh, he's always showing off new work. Not always mask. He works on a lot of projects. He's a professional artist, but. His artwork is honestly uh, probably the stuff I'm most excited about because I think of all of the artwork we're seeing right now, his is the most true to the original source material. Mm-hmm. So until I'm until they get me hooked on the new story, uh, I'm I'm definitely leaning to the older stuff. So, well, I have talked to him. Uh, I just saw him comment on a a post today in. Um... It was in the Mass PNA group, so I know I know Tommy and also Tony Vargas, the artist, the main artist for the inside part of the book. Um, they've both been pretty active, commenting with uh, other fans and such on our Facebook page and on other groups and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So they're very interactive. Been very cool to uh, to t- chat with them a little bit. Uh, yeah, and Tommy's cover was actually that first photo that got released when they announced the series which yeah. we didn't realize was the cover, you know, the first cover. But um, uh, I know a lot of people, I, we were thinking maybe it was an older image or just something they did just for that uh, announcement. But, yeah, it turned out to be the uh, the cover of this uh, Revolution Number 1 coming out. Tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, so that was cool. And, uh, well, I guess we can – I don't know if we can reveal or uh, if we want to keep it, but uh, – Tommy reached out wait. to us mainly. You think we should wait? I think we should okay. wait a little bit, but yes. Uh, okay, let's save it for the. Uh, let's save it because I don't know. I don't know when that plan is going to happen. That's the other thing I is I don't, I don't want to jinx anything and I don't want to yeah. jump the gun. Uh, there's a lot of wow. wheels in motion and yeah. Okay. Well, this, this, we'll this, save it. 
our group of motley, <laughs> our motley crew here, it has very little in the way. We have no influence essentially. So yeah. Yeah. I'd rather not. I'd rather not jinx anything and jump okay. the gun. But well, I, that's part of the reason why I'm waiting to see this comic tomorrow. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to happen then or if it's going to happen in November when the actual series starts coming out. But anyway, we'll wait until we actually get on the air and talk about the comics uh, to go into what uh, our little little secret is there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I told you about it, Wyatt, too. I, I, he's giving me some strange looks maybe there. but uh, No, I haven't. I don't remember this conversation. It's so remember it was, how you have those kids. Well, we traded them away <laughs> in order to get to be extras on the set of the movie. So surprise, you have less children, but thumbs up, you're gonna you know be what? In the movie. Interesting. <laughs> you know what? He did post that in the Mask PNA Facebook group. I do remember that. And he, there was like an open call. Yeah, a little bit. So, anyway, uh, and people who really, I, I guess, people who know are really into mass probably kind of can guess a little bit about what we're talking about. But uh, yeah. grab just the book. Bouncing and you'll off see of it. what you said, yeah, just bouncing off what you said about Tommy and being very friendly. I mean, that was that was just a great uh, opportunity there that we'll hopefully get to talk about at a later time. Uh, okay, so moving on. Uh, let's see. So in May is when we finally got the announcement that Brandon and Tony and Tommy Lee were on board with the new Mass comic. Mm-hmm. And then just a month later, June 1st, is when IDW essentially surprised us with this Revolution comic. Right. Featuring Mask in Transformers, G.I. Joe, and dozens other, you know, uh, dozens of other Hasbro properties um, teaming up for this uh, comic series. And then it Still was... Still no visionaries, but it's listed in the book, right? As I recall. Oh. Um, I don't know. It was... I have, uh, not seen, I have not heard anything about visionaries, or I haven't really researched, but I haven't heard about... Um, they, they have to bring them on at some point if they're going to include them in the cinematic universe, I would think. I'll be right back. Okay. So anyway, um, right after that is when we got uh, our we got to see the uh, concept art for the new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Easton is when he revealed that in the middle of June, and this is when we had some kind of strange looks. And uh, hey, why is Hondo dressed like Matt? Well, uh, right. you know, we found out that. Uh, the story or however he uh, is uh, is starting out mask. Uh, he felt it better to change uh, Matt as an African-American. And, you know, right off the bat, I, I thought there was a lot of negativity about that. And, you know, of course we've got, we got four characters from the mask team revealed. And then we got three from venom. Uh, as far as the other character representations go, I thought they were really well. And uh, I don't know. I was kind of on the fence. I was like, you know, let's get to the book first before you start, you know, getting into, oh, here we go again. They got to change up something, you know, 
gender swap, race swap, you know, everything that Hollywood is doing now uh, seems to be influencing, you know, even into the comic book world. And I'm sure the comic books have been doing this more than, you know, Hollywood has. So it might be Hollywood is, you know, kind of taking a page out of the the comic book world with uh, these gender swaps and, you know, uh, race swaps and stuff. But uh, so we got that, and I think we uh, we got on the air shortly after that to discuss. And I was thinking that we pretty much all three and four of us had. Uh, there are nineteen had the versions of Revolution Number One. Nineteen covers. Wow. Which um, is that no. the prelude you held up there? No, this is Revolution One. This is one oh, of the okay. two copies I bought. Um, I bought it because. There, I hope that's getting in the frame there's properly. Brad but there's Brad mm-hmm. Turner running there. Um, but the back, the back page shows the cover gallery and it has 19 covers, which is uh, that's just a bit much for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, that's what four dollars a pop if you were to get them at cover price is really like three hundred and seventy nine dollars because I'm no good at math. But, <laughs> um. <laughs> I did pick up the two. There are the four. There are four of them that were kind of regular covers, and then it kind of devolves from there, and you really have to dig for them. But I picked up the two that had some good mask featured in them. Two of the regular covers don't have any mask really featured, but uh, right. still doesn't say anything about visionary. So I was, I don't know, maybe that was wishful thinking on my part that it would have something about that. One thing that's really interesting in Revolution 1 is that it shows the whole cast on the inside page. Oh, nice. Um, and it shows the different uh, sort of affiliations, whether it be Transformers or um, they list ROM, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Action Man. It doesn't show Mask yet, which is yeah. too bad. Well, yeah. I like the way that they uh, essentially gave them each one a little title as they're introduced to the story. So we know who this character was and what faction and, you know, uh, you know, which they, they identify them. So if you're coming into the book, you didn't have to get some of the other books that kind of led up to it. You can just jump right in and revolution one and, and, and go from there. Yeah. At least that's the way I felt. Yeah. So. I don't, um, I don't really plan to be reading too many of the side books much. I don't know about you guys. Um, probably won't be picking up ROM or Action Man. Um, probably won't pick up G.I. Joe, and I might pick up Transformers, but not. they're not really my thing enough to invest the little bit of time that I have. Right. <laughs> well, us being the mask nerds, you know. Right. That's, that's what time. we're mainly looking for. But, uh, you know, I can see that in... You know, if you're more into Transformers, you're going to pick up the Transformers books, and I, I think maybe that's the way they did it. Is yeah. that I I don't think any every uh, I don't think they set out to sell all of the books to everyone. It's just all right. What are you into? Let's give you the more backstory about you know how Transformers got involved in this and Mask and you know GI Joe. So and it probably will hook some people. You know, if you really are into okay. Transformers and you're buying the Transformers one. And you're buying Revolution, and you're like, oh, I like this story, and I, I didn't really know about Action Man. You may go check out Action Man afterwards. And they may, it may help right. to bridge some of those new fans, which I'm sure is all part of the strategic planning they have going on there. Yep. But, 
So uh, just we got a few more little spots here in the timeline. Um, sure. Right, at, right after uh, Brendan revealed the new character concepts in June and July is when uh, I read the story that Hasbro acquired uh, this animation studio in Ireland called Boulder Media. I thought that was significant um, that they're expanding their uh, their animation studios, and it, uh, of course, it's a coincidence that they have Boulder in the title. But I don't know. Maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe it's wishful thinking that you know they're kind of gearing up to expand on the comics or expand on their plans for the cinematic universe and to do some animation. Uh, I. I I want to say that they had already uh, listed a few that they were planning to do, like Transformers and My Little Pony, which they always do, uh, with this new studio. But, you know, who knows? If they're expanding, if Mask has a good reception, maybe we can get a new Mask animated series. Yeah, I'd be Uh, shocked if they weren't exploring the option of making animated series for all of these properties. They obviously do very well with both Transformers and My Little Pony right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. G.I. Joe, I don't think there's a concurrent series of G.I. Joe running, but even as little as a couple years ago, they've had success with G.I. Joe. So if they can find a way to, the way to do it right. And if they're doing it in house, you know, that brings costs down. It makes sense. And and we may not see mask of, of course we might see, ROM or Micronauts. I feel like Micronauts is the one that they're kind of hoping is going to be the the sleeper or the the <laughs> you know the one that kind of comes out of nowhere just right. from a lot of the the push it seems. But uh, yeah, I, I hope it's Mask. I hope I hope it gets some love. I think they dug into Micronauts first because it's already up to like number four or five. I want to say. Right in the in their comic book series, uh, I think Rom's up to like number two or three, uh, and those were the like the first ones that they out of out of the the new crew, I'll say, you know, that they've they started into. And then if you remember, and the Rom one shot Comic Con, right? For and that was on I I downloaded that one. That there was actually a, a free comic book day Rom. Um, and it was actually pretty good, I thought. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> that came out on the same day as Revo- the regular Revolution number one, and that's the ROM Revolution uh, one shot, which I haven't had a chance gotcha. to read it yet. But while I was there, I enjoyed uh, the one they released on Free Comic Book Day. That was ROM. But. Um, Anyway, uh, well, let's. Uh, the the final thing I had was obviously uh, what's happening tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure Wyatt, since he was been on vacation this last week, hasn't got a chance to uh, see the first four pages. Did you go and look at those first four pages that were released, Eric? No. Okay. I Wyatt didn't look at them. I. I debated, and I sort of had willpower, and I sort of didn't. So I looked at the images, but I didn't read the the text because I decided 
I'm so close. We were so close to the day and I just wanted to be able to sit down and really read it. And four pages is just going to drive me mad. So uh, I looked at the art to kind of, cause I was curious to see what style they were really going to go with, because with all the different variant covers, I'm like, I don't know what this is going to look like. Is it going to look more like um, the original mask a little bit? Yeah. Uh, is it, how updated is it going to be? And then also just the sheer artistic style, Tommy Lee Edwards styles way different than Tony Vargas style. Some, yeah, I, like I didn't know. So I, I, I kind of just glanced at them and I deliberately didn't read it. Did you read the four pages already? It sounds like oh, you yeah. did. Oh yeah. 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 I'm, I'm the person that's being drove mad right now. <laughs> uh, see, I, there was a lot. Let me tell you, I, I just, I read them and then I just basically put down my thoughts, which was, I don't know, maybe seven or eight different thoughts in that little blog post. But um, there was a lot in those four pages that I pulled out. Uh, one, I, I specifically wanted Wyatt to check out because they, and I, I'm, this isn't going really into spoilers, but um, don't they, you did a, they did a fun little scene. If you saw the, if you, if you looked at the pictures, you saw it. Okay. What they what they did, Wyatt, us did what we kind of did in our screenplay, and played off uh, finding when we first find Thunderhawk, and it's the eighty five Camaro, and it's under a sheet, and it's dirty, and uh, and Matt finds it in our script um, when he's when they're basically looking at Boulder Hill. They did that same kind of thing. Uh, in the comic where they have a quick little flashback that the agents are, are coming to Boulder Hill and they do a quick little flashback a year before. And it shows like uh, basically the classic mask vehicles. It shows the Camaro. It shows Condor. Uh, I want to say it shows Gator and it's their eighties versions. And, Rax comes up and he says, what in the world are these things? Are we auditioning for Antiques Roadshow or something? And he, there's this like line from Rax that's great. But it was, nice. a, it was basically a, uh, uh, a, uh, just a little head nod to the uh, fans right there and showing the classic vehicles before they get into, you know, what they're going to do with the, the actual vehicles in this, in this modern version. So that was really fun. I thought, and uh, there's, there were so many other uh, elements that I pulled out of there, just the sheer amount of agents that they show and, um, and how miles mayhem now is in the picture. So well, I'm, really I'm so excited. It. I'm so I, excited. I loved the miles mayhem in the preview that's been floating around the IDW books, which, um, I do have on my site because IDW gave that away free. So yeah, um, you can download that directly from them. Or if you like my site, you can go there and read it. So that's when <laughs> I didn't feel like I was taking money out of their hands. But um, the end of that preview, we had that, that shot of Mayhem kind of just basically being a total jerk to uh, yeah. the Decepticons. And I loved it. I'm like, that's a May like that's a villain that's an update on him that I love like ego and yeah. aggressive. That's, he's gonna, he's gonna like basically order around giant death robots. Okay. 
<laughs> Some that's that's not the goofy mayhem that we see sometimes in the old cartoon. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Not, that's not the let's get out of here, you know, type <laughs> mayhem. That's let me uh, stomp on your face a couple of times, and then I'm gonna uh, shove you in a blender, and then I'm gonna get out of here. Um, yeah, if the original mask was PG, uh, looks like they're going for more of a PG-13 this time. Yeah, which and, is cool. And again, I've seen four pages, but he has he has an edge to him in that pre that uh, prelude comic, and then in this comic, it's weird because. It, they when he he says his dialogue and uh, you know his interaction with the characters and then there's other a little bit of basically inside of his brain what he's actually thinking and he has this like I'm ten step ten steps ahead of you mentality that he just did not have in the animated series and. Oh man, I, I that's what excited me too. I was like, all right, they're really taking Mayhem to the next level, and he has the thing all planned out, and he's more, more of a military strategist, right? Yeah, not yes, not, exactly. Whereas in the cartoon, his plans really only had maybe one or two steps. Whereas this one feels like a big master plan with an end game and contingencies, and actually yeah. a threat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I could not. I I had the same thought as you, Eric, about oh, we're getting close. So I'll just wait. But no, I had to dive in, and uh, and so far so good. We're four pages in, but uh, I I can't wait to get my hands on that book tomorrow. I think you're really gonna <laughs> like it, Wyatt, especially for uh, somebody who is coming into the book maybe a little bit skeptical. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I was skeptical going in, but now that I'm seeing a little bit of what he's trying to do and how they're updating it and still giving the uh, tip of the cap to the fans, you know, it seems like they're going to hit all the right buttons. I'm not, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because right. I haven't read the whole story and see how it's all going, but I, I, I have a good feeling, put it that way, um, that that uh, we're, we're going to like it, but... We shall see. We shall well, see. Well, I think that brings us as about as current as we can get. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about right, right. the book coming out tomorrow. Uh, I'd love to get back together and uh, talk about our impressions after we've read number one. And, and so hopefully you guys uh, have some time for me maybe this weekend. No, I think yes. So. yes. I, I think I'll, I'll be around. Hopefully Bill will feel a little bit better. I, want to I was about to say, I'm sure, I'm sure he'd like to get his two cents in. Yeah. I want to get his take. And, uh, I'd also like to get maybe some feedback. Once we get our reviews posted, let's get some feedback from people who are leaving comments or, you know, whatever in the, in Facebook and on our sites and see yeah. if, uh, we'll, let's bring them to the table too. Cause I'm excited to see the reaction to people. Right. Uh, cause I, you know, just going back quickly to what you said, Eric, before about the uh, the negativity dying down, I I still see some of it there, but I think now, uh, just when the uh, when that variant cover was released with Mayhem and Matt, the new Mayhem and Matt, mm-hmm. um, I saw it was about half and half. I, I saw a lot more people who are excited starting to speak up. 
And, right. you know, even though there was maybe, I don't know, maybe 12 comments that were negative, you know, there was at least 12 that were around that same, uh, well, let's see, let's, it's, this is looking good. And, you know, I'm, I, I want to check it out. And the likes were through the roof on some of those images that I've posted. So, you know, I don't. I, I think the people that are excited are finally getting to come around to try to squash some of these people that are just flat out not going to give it a chance. Yeah, and, and and it's okay not to like the book if the book isn't good. That'll really suck, and, but it's a possibility. I, I don't think it's yeah. going to, from what I've seen, but or maybe not issue one, but maybe down the line it will fall apart, and it's okay. And if you, you know, if you want to say it, go for it, but. To dismiss it out of hand because of something like changing the appearance of one of the color of the one of the characters before the book even starts to me that's uh that's just not that's not a basis for an, an a review or an opinion there so yeah yeah I agree I agree so okay well uh, well let's wrap up our uh, our mask day chat and um, we'll try to meet up again soon. Once the book comes out, we get a chance to read it a dozen times or so. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> make friends and, uh, read it who don't want to. <laughs> we'll really dissect it, but uh, I'm anxious to hear uh, your experience with Brandon when you meet him. And I, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Like I said, I've reached out to Tony and both Brandon. Uh, I don't think we will get them on together, but. Uh, even if we get one or the other, or if we do get a chance to get both of them on and uh, and really go to town on you know from start to finish what they were thinking, and uh, and now that the book is out, maybe they won't be so much uh, they won't be handcuffed to what they can say and and reveal because there'll be a yeah. lot more reveal a lot more that we can talk about. I'm just anxious to kind of get into some of those conversations with them, and, and I uh, suspect that's why we haven't heard as much from those guys because. They they just can't right. say. I'm waiting, fact, waiting for the book to come out. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Tommy so. Lee Edwards even did say that pretty much straight out to me at one point. He's like, I just can't talk about a lot. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> right. Kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to. They don't want to spoil the surprise. So, which is good. I'm really excited to be going into it surprised and. Yeah, yeah, and I'm anxious to get. I'm especially anxious to get. Yeah, your opinion, Wyatt. And see, since you know, I I'm not a, really a comic book geek. It's only been over the last maybe year or two that I've kind of dove into that. And I know you're really not into that as much, even as I am. And you know, Eric, you're on another level. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to hear his reaction and uh, and take on it because he's not you know he's not really into that well, style of stuff into it I, i'm not trying to yeah I'm not, I'm not trying to say it i really wasn't either as a kid uh but i don't know somehow gotten into it more over the last couple of years and i want to see if uh people that maybe are in your position where they're they're not buying a lot of comics they remember mask they're a mask fan and uh seeing if there's enough in there to get you to buy issue two issue three you know that that that's what i really want to find out uh how people feel after reading it and if they're excited moving forward. Right. So makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. <laughs> I know I did, the majority of the conversation was held by you two, uh, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, a, I actually find it 
intriguing to actually listen to you guys go back and forth, uh, being the not so comically minded uh, person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, between uh, us three and Bill, uh, Jose over at the PNA, uh, William on the Mass Comics blog. Uh, there's a, there's a few more groups um, on uh, on Facebook. You know, we're the ones that are kind of driving um, people to back to mask. And, uh, you know, like I said, when we were setting this up, you know, I wanted to keep it maybe to an hour or so, but you know, we could talk about mask for three and a half hours and not be tired. The only problem is I haven't Uh, had dinner yet. (laughs) Well, Wyatt was munching on dinner before he, uh, before he fired up here. Sadly, my dinner was just a bag of chips. Uh, (laughs) My stomach's growling just looking at your bag of chips from, couple thousand miles away so don't underestimate but anyway um i don't know where i was going with that but <laughs> well actually i think you're, you're going somewhere because you know you and i were talking offline prior to the to the show that you know uh, you you eric and bill as well as Albert Pinea were really like the the founders if you will of the internet mask re- revolution on our own, you know, <laughs> and then Jason and I walk, come along, um, I guess with our movie intent initially, it, it, we were just kind of one-sided at that time. Just let's get this mm-hmm. movie out. Let's get it published. Get it, get it sold. Maybe we can get a second movie out here. You know, it, it was kind of really, really uh, focused on that. And then it just changed into, you know what? There's so many more fans that we did not realize were sitting out there let's change it into agents of mask and then just coin the phrase out of, out of the show. And here we are. Mm-hmm. What Bob, I think we said four and a half years later, we're here having discussions and we know we may not have had a, a direct link to Hasbro or IDW, but I think we had some indirect hits to get, get the shove going that yeah. know, we saw it years ago where we were sitting there going, Hasbro re- re- renewed the trademark. Does this mean something? Yeah, right, right, right. And now fast forwarding, here we are. We're we're waiting for tomorrow for the comic yeah. book release. So. And I started my website almost exactly seven years ago. And okay. uh, my long game, of course, was to eventually have them bring the comic book back and go sign, get, get meet the writer signing and nearby no i i started seven years ago because i just i loved mask and despite the fact that everything's on the internet there wasn't a whole lot there right and honestly there still isn't that much and there's little bits here and there a lot of the sites that do have some things are kind of dead or frozen if you will uh the one that everybody i think knew the first site that i think anyone looking for mask ever found was the albert paneo um, site and he had every toy up and he had the boxes and he had all of the instructions. It was very cool and the site's still there. I haven't seen yeah. a change to it since um, roughly when I started. I think the last update he yeah. had was around 2009 or 2010 and you know, then also Bill Bill had his um, 
website up that was mostly focused on the the forum and the chat room or the chat group area. And that was really cool because that was the only place to talk to other people about masks. Couldn't find someone who wanted to talk about masks. <laughs> you walked or down the street. Something. Yeah, or yeah, do you have this mask? Uh, can we trade for this? You know, that kind right. Of unless you wanted to go through eBay, which yeah. seven years ago, even eBay was not what it is now, where literally everything's yeah. on it. Um, <laughs> go to the bank and get a cashier's check. Oh, God. Or, or go down to uh, the liquor store and get a money, money order. Money right? order. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. You got to make it out and then you mail it off and you hope your stuff shows up. And so, uh, Anyway, yeah, I very good point, Wyatt. I know we wanted to, to talk about that a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the online presence, um, it started long before us, probably 10 years before we did. I don't know when mm-hmm. I remember Bill talking about having like a geo cities page or something for mask, how mm-hmm. that started out for his site. So, you know, that was internet infancy there. Right. And gradually, you know, people have come along the chain. We've been one of them. And, um, and even the Facebook groups, you know, they, they need to have a website to bring people together uh, several of those groups have thousands of people, you know, right. tied to them. So if you do something well and you, you provide a, a place for people to talk or chat or sell or just, you know, reminisce, uh, it's all part of the process. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they've ignored it. I mean, I'm sure at some point somebody was somewhere, okay, well, let's see what we can find about mask online you know, and do some research and they've probably found all of our sites and stuff. And, oh, there's mm-hmm. still some people that remember. And, uh, you know, it's, it is what it is. And I, I think, uh, people will, uh, it, the more you hit them, the more it spreads through comics or, you know, eventually movies and stuff, people will, will come back around and remember and, and some will get a fresh, fresh take. So, it's I'm excited. All good. For it. It's all good. Yeah, it's really. It feels like it's really going to happen like tomorrow. It's <laughs> finally, you know, because right. Revolution yeah. last week just didn't have that punch of mask in it that I wanted. And but tomorrow, tomorrow it's mask. I mean, it's yep. there's no. It's going to be nothing. It's going to be 22 pages of it, and I'm so excited. I can't wait. And what's what's so coincidental about it is, you know, we it was us as well as. Uh, Scott, that kind of coined the the mask day, and here it is, yeah. almost two days prior that we're going <laughs> to get this delivered on mask day. We were hoping for it last year because of the thirtieth, right? Nonetheless, I mean, here it is. We finally get our our shot at this. Yeah, yeah. And that's it does why I feel like it's on time. To, that's why I want to express to all of any any kind of thread of a mask fan out there go out and buy a copy at least even if it's a digital copy just just to show your support for mask if, if you don't like it like jason said i think a mask cast two or go um just you know great that's your opinion we understand but at least show, yeah. show the love out there because this is hopefully the beginning of something that we've been dreaming about for a long time yes i completely agree and tell us why, you know, if you don't like it. That's again, we yeah. want to get everybody's kind of points of view on this, and you might catch something that we miss. 
you know, we're only three or four <laughs> deep. We might be some of the, the most knowledgeable, you know, of the fans, but we still, I miss stuff all the time in the, when we're reviewing episodes and such, but sure. I don't know. It's just going to be cool to see mask. I, just the feeling last week when, or whenever it was that they released those four pages and seeing that it was on the Hollywood reporter of all places. Yeah. Um, it was, it was kind of like when, you know, what was it four or five years ago when the DVD set was released and it was up on USA today. Uh, you just don't see mask on those sites. You just don't. No. Yeah. And those are the, those are the, the top ones for, you know, uh, news, any kind of, you know, uh, pop culture, type news, TV, movies, and such. Uh, but, to you know, for those stories to be exclusive and break on those sites, it's just, I don't know, it's overwhelming to me to think Mask is at that level again. So Five years ago, by the way, five, the, wow. the DVDs. Time passes by. <laughs> yeah, I remember I, I, got, I got interviewed for that little article, so, and... Uh, we had a my, chance, we missed out on it, but... My, uh, pull, my pull quote... It still is really dorky, but I still stand by it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyone who wants to dig that up can. <laughs> Speaking of time flying by, why take us out of here so Eric can go eat? <laughs> yes, thank you. Once again, this has been an awesome, awesome time, and uh, yeah, I'm, like Jason said, we could sit here for another three or four hours while Eric's stomach starts growling and we hear it echoing and reverbing throughout the, the mass but uh, we're going to shut it down and say thank you thank you again Eric over at boulderhill.net for joining us my pleasure and thank you for my buddy Jason for selling this up and getting it hooked up while I was uh, out vacationing with the, <laughs> with the mouse which I, I have to say it's a for the dollar it's probably more, better than we have around here, but I'm still a Hershey dude, so. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll steal your line and say it was a blast. Okay, you still It was fun. We've had a great time. And uh, we thank you for watching. And uh, we'll see you next time. I'm asking. Man.